This is the Dean's Dissertation, the Cleveland Sports Review and Beyond, with your host, Greg Brenda. Hey everybody, Greg Brenda, it is Dean's Dissertation time. Oh man, I, I just, we're kind of, no, we're not recovered. We're not recovering from anything. I was going to say we're recovering from the Browns' final loss of the season to make it 0-16 unprecedented with one only other team in the history of the National Football League, and that was the Detroit Lions, who also finished at 0-16. Hard to believe, folks. It really is hard to believe. I got so many things to get to, and none of them are really any good. I wish, I truly wish something would have been good. I truly wish that as we have restarted our podcasts today, that I could have said, yeah, there are a lot of really, 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 really bad things going on with the Cleveland Browns and that a number of changes have to be made. But I also thought that the Browns would win a game. I really did. I really, really thought, I thought they were going to win a week ago against the Chicago Bears. And that didn't happen. Then I thought, maybe they'll somehow find a way today with the Steelers playing their scrubbinis to win a game. And that didn't happen. Sam Ritigliano would always refer to games like this as SIWs. You know, that's right. SIWs. You know, just committing errors that cost you. And there were so many today. And the way it ended with Corey Coleman dropping a first down pass after Deshaun Kaiser played escape artist and somehow got the ball to him, you would have thought, oh, we got a chance. There is a chance. And it never, never happened because Corey dropped the ball. And essentially, at that point, the game was over. 0-16, I can't get this out of my head, folks. 0-16, 0-16, 0-16. I cannot get this out of my head. It's the ultimate humiliation. I never thought it was possible. Never, never, never thought that what happened to the Browns today and what has happened over the last few years would equal what Ted Stepien did to the Cavaliers in the early 80s. For those of you around, for those of you who were Cavs fans back then, and there certainly weren't that many of you, he essentially destroyed a franchise that was thankfully rescued by the Gunn brothers. Because had it gone on, there probably wouldn't be a Cleveland Cavalier franchise here today. We all know the history of the Browns. They left once, came back. I'm not going to get into the history. You know the history. Unfortunately, Al Lerner passed away early on in all of this, and his son Randy took over with a sense of obligation to keep the team, and at least for a, a, a decade, for his father, he turned out to be about as incompetent of an owner as there was in the NFL. And lo and behold, he sold it to someone who turned out to be even more incompetent. 
I know some of you will say, well, you know, Lee, you know, Randy didn't really want the football team. He tried, you know, he was kind of, you know, this was kind of, you know, shoved at him because his dad passed away. I know, I know, I know. Play me the violin. I'm sorry that his father passed away. But at some point, you got to figure it out. You got to you got to do something to make the team better. His ending <laughs> epitaph was hiring Mike Holmgren, paying him $50 million to essentially hire a few guys and then spend a half a day at the facility and go read books and, I don't know, count all of his money. And then when Randy saw an opening to sell the franchise to Jimmy Haslam, he did. For over $1 billion. In fact, we thought, friend, uh, we thought that Haslam had actually learned something. He had been a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. No real power there. Just some cash input. But don't you think it, some of whatever he was exposed to would have rubbed off? But it obviously didn't. And I'm not going to sit here and chronicle all of the mistakes that Jimmy Haslam has made since he took full ownership of the franchise. We know. And it culminated on a Sunday afternoon on the last day of 2017 with a loss in Pittsburgh to go 0 and 16, folks. 0 and 16. As I said earlier, the ultimate humiliation. You humiliated one of the most loyal fan bases in the history of pro sports. Folks, that's, that's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to be worse than Ted Stepien. And Jimmy Haslam has accomplished that in just a few years. And to top it off, he made one good move by finally admitting that Sashi Brown should not be running the team, fired him, hired, I think, a competent GM and John Dorsey, but then said, oh, oh, by the way, John, you can't get rid of my coach. Even though, as we sit here today, that coach has won one game in two years. One and 31. I'm going to give you the stat of the day, folks. Yeah, this is the stat of the day. This is by Darren Ravel. Hugh Jackson has now lost 31 games in two years. Bill Belichick, on the other hand, has lost 32 games in, in nine years. Nine years. Bill Belichick. Yeah, Hugh 31 losses in two years. Bill Belichick, nine losses, or 32 losses in nine years. That kind of sums it up, doesn't it, folks? It really does. Yet, amazingly and unbelievably, Hugh Jackson is going to be back next year again. Jimmy Haslam, after the game, still adamant that Hugh Jackson will be back. Folks, let me tell you something. When they hired John Dorsey, he said, well, they finally, fi they finally found a football guy. Well, when the football guy takes the job with 
one caveat that he can't fire the coach. I got news for you folks. It's a recipe. It is a Betty Crocker recipe for disaster. I no longer feel as good as I felt a few weeks ago when they got rid of Sashi Brown and they hired John Dorsey. Why would you? Why would you feel better? When a guy who literally week after week after week was kind of blaming everybody else, oh, nobody could do this job. What, nobody could go 0-16, Hugh? It was everybody else's fault. Not his. And somehow, some way, he's convinced the owner that he's not the problem. That, that, what? You know, the Cavaliers two years ago fired a coach that was 30 and 11. 30 and 11, mid season. We all know what happened. It actually ended up being a good move. And the coach that replaced him helped the team, guided the team to win a, a, a world's championship. This guy, Haslam, won't fire a guy that's won one game in two years and now has the stain of not winning a game in 2017. Folks, let me tell you something. I don't really care what happens from here on going forward. I really don't. Because this stain will never be wiped out. Unless the Browns win the Super Bowl next year. Do you think that's going to happen? So let me, let, me, uh, let me go through a real quick scenario. We'll have more time later on when we do more podcasts down the road. And like I said, this is just the restart of what we started doing this past summer. What, are you all going to rejoice if the Browns win five games next year or six games? I'll give them even six. I don't know. Does 6 and 10 sound good to you? I know some of you will say, well, it's better than 0 and 16, Greg. You know what 6 and 10 is? It's Suckville. It's your, what are you going to go to the postseason? What are you going to rejoice that? Well, we only lost 10 times this year, Greg. We didn't lose 16 times this year. That's progress. I got into this business in 1978. I started covering the Browns in 1979. In my first 11 years in the business, I had the cardiac kid season. I had five Browns playoff seasons, including three to the AFC championship game. I'm in my 40th year. In the last 29 years... In the last 29 years, the Browns have gone to two playoffs. One in 1994, where a town was still divided. Bernie Kosar had been fired the year before, and not everyone was on board with Bill Bill Belichick and Vinny Testaverde. Then, of course, there was 2002, and the whole Tim Couch, Kelly Holcomb debate, the Browns fandom was not united. It was a, not, it was a, 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 a divided fan base. The Browns played well against the, the Steelers, ended up losing the game late. Browns haven't gone to the playoffs since. It's 2017. 
embarking on 2018. And really, folks, with the GM's hands tied, I really don't have the optimism that I thought I would have, especially with the head coach returning and the team in, in not in shambles, but where are you going to get all the good players? Oh, we got the draft coming up, Greg. We got uh, two of the first four picks. La-di-da. Do you want me to chronicle all the top draft picks the Browns have had in the last decade? Where has that gotten us? For those of you who follow the draft incessantly, for those of you who do your own mock drafts, I think you're a little weird. Where has that gotten all of this? You know what it's gotten us? Oh, and 16. All those draft picks, all those high draft picks, all those number one draft picks. Where are we? Oh, and 16. And next four and a half to five months, y'all are going to be out there going, well, you know, we should have this quarterback. We should have, you'll be debating the quarterbacks for the next five months. And by the way, original takes, I think, ended about two weeks ago. Same thing will be said by just different people. It will be boring. It really will. That's the state of the Cleveland Browns, folks. I'm going to tell you something. I've never done this in my life. You can spend your money however you want to spend your money. But for those of you who are still buying tickets, buying season tickets, I know it's your money, but I think you're crazy. But it's your money. You can do whatever you want to do. Maybe you should just go out and buy cartons of cigarettes. That might be a better option. You're going to contribute to this. As I said, the stain, folks, is 0-16. It's not ever going away. It's never going to be wiped clean. For those of you who are the optimistic ones, oh, we'll just forget about last year, Greg, and move on. How can you? How can you forget about the last couple of decades of ineptitude? You can't. You cannot. You just cannot forget that. It just doesn't go away. 0-16, folks, will never go away. Oh, by the way, Browns and Lions, as you know, have never gone to the Super Bowl. Oh, Greg, the Browns recovered, or the, or the Lions have recovered from 0-16, have they? I don't know. Uh, uh, how many playoff games have the Lions won? How many playoff games have the Lions been to? How many uh, Super Bowls have the Lions been to since they were winless? That would be, well, you know the answer. It's not a good answer, folks. I wish I could be more optimistic. I really and truly do. Again, no, no lie, no BS. I really wanted the Browns to win today. I did not want to see, I didn't want to hear about the ultimate humiliation. But we got it. And there's nowhere, there's just, just nowhere to go. You can't go anywhere other than 0-16 and a coach coming back. 
a coach coming back to an 0-16 venture, a coach that is fully supported by the owner. Really. Jimmy Haslam is fully supporting the owner. Or the coach, I should say. Jimmy Haslam is a fool. We already know what's going on with his other company. And that trial is going to resume shortly. And here's a guy running the Browns, giving credence to a coach that has gone one in 31 in two years. Anybody with a half a brain, really, if you just sit down and think about it for a couple of seconds, you you, got to know that that's just unacceptable. How in the world can you bring that guy back? Yet somehow, some way, it's going to happen. And by the way, they want you to buy tickets for next year. They want you to get excited. They're going to pump up the draft saying it's a new beginning. We got, a, we got new leadership at the top. And you have the quarterback, so-called quarterback whisperer, who really did almost nothing to make Deshaun Kaiser better this year. Coming back to be the quarterback guru. Oh, they may push an offensive coordinator on him. Whip-de-doo. Boy, that's going to that's gonna mean a lot of things. It's really tough, folks. It really is. It's really, it, it's, it's not, you, you may say that it's easy doing a, a show like this. It's not. You know what's fun? When you're talking about the postseason this time of the year. What's fun is when you're looking forward to January and you know your football team is going to play another game. When you're looking at the matchups and going, wow, this is going to be great. I can't wait for Sunday or Saturday or whenever they're going to play the game. You know, we had that experience. It seems like it was eons ago. And you know what, folks? It was eons ago. Instead, we're all scratching our head going, I can't believe they were worse than last year. I can't believe that you couldn't even luck out into a one one or two wins this year. And you're bringing the coach back? Folks, I've seen some good. I've seen a lot of bad in my time covering sports. Hey, in my early days of remembering sports, One of my first early memories, think about this, one of my first early memories was watching the Cleveland Browns live, live on TV down in Canton, Ohio, beating the Baltimore Colts and winning the NFL championship in December of 1964. Did I ever think as the years wore on and as we speak today that I would not ever see another championship again, that is beyond remarkable. That is stunning to believe. And now what what has happened and the future looking bleak, I can't believe that I might spend the next couple of decades without another NFL 
Well, now it's the Super Bowl championship. Folks, the Browns are not going to be in the Super Bowl, if at all, in the near future. They are doomed by ownership. They are doomed by the decisions that have been made. And they'll probably be doomed by the decisions that will be made. And if you're one to accept, well, Greg, if we can get to eight and eight or seven and nine or nine and seven, it'll be a good day. Well, guess what? I'll go buy some participation ribbons and hand them out to you. Because if you aren't winning a championship or at the very least playing for a championship, what's the point? And I don't see that in the very near future. Sadly, a lot of loyal Browns fans are going to die before they're ever in a position to win another title. That's just the hard that's just the hard truth, folks. That's just basic reality. And as we, as we sit here today and, and ponder the future, it's going to be really, really tough to take. But many of you are just going to get into the draft mode as you do every year and debate, you know, your favorite quarterback from now until the end of April. And you'll do your own personal mock drafts because, I don't know, you have nothing else to do or you have no life. And then at the end of April, you'll all cheer with what the Browns do or you'll be disappointed in their selection because they didn't pick your guy or guys. That's the fate of the Cleveland Browns, folks. It really is. You, the fans, are the only ones that can make a difference, and you need to send a message to Jimmy Haslam. And you know how to do it. I don't have to tell you. You know how to do it. It's whether or not you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Your choice. If you want miserable, aggravating football as we have had now for decades, it will continue. It will not change. But maybe that's what you like. I don't know. Maybe you like misery on Sunday. Think the Browns are going to be in any primetime games next year, folks? Again, why would they? You think any of the top... Uh, announcing crews from the networks will be uh, calling a Browns game? I don't think so. In fact, they shouldn't even send any announcing crews. Why? Just have the picture. As we've said, we have restarted Dean's dissertations. We we have, and we're going to do a couple of these every week. We also have some fun and exciting things in my broadcasting world that will be coming up very, very soon. We'll keep talking about it on Twitter and, of course, on these podcasts. Truly enjoy doing it. And we'll be back in a few days with another one. Maybe maybe Jimmy Haslam will surprise us. And then maybe not. Till next time, we'll see you. Subscribe to the Dean's Dissertation today.